Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. We have made it all the way to episode 202. Michael, how are you enjoying my echoey room? Echo. 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 <laughs> it's okay. They might not hear the echo after I edit it. Okay. Um, Can you so leave it in? Can you leave it in? Leave so. <laughs> I'll automate some echo just for when you said echo. I feel like it gives me more presence, and it makes the stupid things I say sound... Nice, nicer? As a birthday present to me, can you leave the echo in? <laughs> like you're in a huge temple. Echo! <laughs> yeah, dude. Temple of Kaz, where people just leave offerings of bro- broken dreams and sorrow at the altar of death. You know? This is, this is too many episodes. <laughs> in case you people can't tell <laughs> where we are mentally, this is too many episodes. Episode 202. This is going to be a really, really fun one. Um, obviously, we took a break last week for Thanksgiving here in the United States, where the United States people, we all come together to celebrate the... Do we venerate or do we hate the turkey? What is it? Uh, it's not a good day to be a turkey. It's not a good day to be a turkey, but... Not a good month, actually. I'm sure it's fucking confusing, because the turkeys are like, okay, <clears throat> our pictures are everywhere, and we're in, like, paintings, and they put us on cards. <sighs> but then they eat us. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that Pirates of the Caribbean scene with Johnny Depp. Remember when they were, they were like praising him as a god, but he's just like, yeah, they're going to they're gonna eat me. Uh, it gets me very sad. I'm sure it's very fucking confusing for the bird. But it was a nice break. It was good. You know, it was, it was a very nice break. Thank you everyone for understanding. Not really that you guys had a fucking choice, but here, either way, episode 202, this is going to be a lot of fun because we took that break and just the time that's passed, there's actually been... A lot of releases that have apparently occurred. So uh, this for 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 this very echoey episode. Sorry, it's just, it's just distracting. It's fucked to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore it. I'm gonna ignore it the best I can. For this super echoey episode of Two Broke Watch Snobs, episode two hundred two, um, we're basically gonna be critiquing a lot of these recent holiday uh, you know releases. Now here's the fun thing: I have not seen any of these. Um, Michael has seen all of them. So we're this is basically going to be Two Book Wash Knobs episode 202 Kaz reacts to things. Um which people I th- like that. Which yeah, I think there are whole YouTube channels and content streams dedicated to people reacting to things. I know my my wife watches them all the time, but she but <laughs> but like in the um a lot of it's in like the like the like the makeup and cosmetic space and so it's just like hairdresser reacts to bad like hair dyeing job and it's just like <laughs> I I don't I don't know what I could react to, but I guess it could be this new new watch releases or oh my god, Michael, Michael, how have we not thought of this? We could do two book wash knobs reaction videos to people's collections. Like it's like it's like, hey Mike and Kaz, this is my collection of I don't know, whatever the fuck people collect these days. I'm a really bad watch collector, but like, and they'll show the collection and it'll be me and you with like, oh, fuck, that's like, that's really loud. me and you like re- having reactions, uh, but like, <laughs> salud, <laughs> fucking, salud dressing, man. All right. What were we talking about? Here, let's do this. <laughs> Stuff that we do on YouTube. I was watching Rhino Attacks the other day. I just okay. Now like this is hour. this is this is a really important qualifier. What were the rhino attacking? Humans or other rhino or like kegs, like beer chasing, kegs, chasing people? Yeah, oh, that's pretty. A, that's pretty grim. I could see it yeah. being quite cathartic at the same time. <laughs> if my options are to climb a clock tower with a twenty-two or watch rhinos chase people, the healthier thing is probably watching rhinos <laughs> chase people. <laughs> If I had to choose the lesser of two horrific things, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I can I can I can either I can either laugh at people's sorrow on YouTube in my basement eating chips off my stomach, or I could go full Charles Whip, um, or Whiteman, however you say that guy's name. I guess that's like I think that's I think that's the third reference I've made to him. I should probably start doing that on air. Yeah, I also don't know if it was a twenty-two. I don't know what he had. I'm not a gun person. You're a gun person. I'm not a gun person. I just know I don't want a bullet at me. That's the headline. Yeah. Otherwise, good, I'm fine. Good strategy overall. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm fine with guns. I just don't want a bullet in me. You know what I'm you're, saying? You're through. You're through thirty percent of life if you're if you're fine not having a bullet in you. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like 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 talking to my dad. Dad, I had a really good long hard look, you know look in the mirror the other day, and I think it's in my best interest to not get shot. You know, 30% of life figured out. Figured out. That feels good. <laughs> that feels good. Now it's got to figure out the other 30%. Love, loneliness, and work. Yeah. And then it'll all fall into place, right? This is a good start. Can I name that my me- my upcoming memoirs? Kaz Mirza. <laughs> what, what the fuck does it say? Love, loneliness, and work? That's a good one. I, I, mean, I think that's, that's good. I think that's fair. That's that. I feel, I feel like if... Um, you know, one of the Clintons came out with a memoir like that. It, it would be a bestseller. I, can so I see think that. He, if you just put Kaz in front of it, it'd be fine. Absolutely, <laughs> all the Clintons just put Kaz on it. I'm rereading a whole bunch of cool stuff and um, that I read a while ago. I'm rereading Moby Dick. Did I talk? Did I, did I talk about Moby Dick on air at all? You did. You, you mentioned there's a lot of very specific whaling talk, whaling methods, uh, and things like that. It's I've like, actually never read the book. It's like seventy percent whaling. Yeah, like talking about cutting whale blubber and like the best way to like pilfer amber grist from like whale carcasses and like how to trick other boats out of their whale carcasses. It, it's I'm getting through it. It's actually very little narrative. It's mainly just about whaling, and I'm like, well, I'm sure, there's a lot of fucking whaling in this book about fucking whaling. I shouldn't be surprised, but you should finish Moby Dick and then finish uh, the Endurance. What is the Endurance? You can, you can actually see. Um, whale blubber used in practice what is what is is it a film the endurance i'm not familiar the endurance i think is a book that you have you mentioned buying it it's where they get stuck oh my god i think you're right i have that somewhere that's (laughs) great this is great there's a lot of blubber talk in that book also hey this is guys who made the two broke whaling snobs apparently i'm not really i don't know whaling's not a thing anymore is it it is definitely a thing. Oh, okay. That's horrible. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Probably better things we should be killing. Fuck you, whale. Right? <laughs> Probably uh, better things we should be using our time to kill. Whatever, man. But here, let's do have, this. We have one. <laughs> if you're still with us, I guess we can talk if about If you're still with I don't care. I don't care. It is my new, it is my preemptive New Year's resolution to get no one to listen to this fucking show anymore. <laughs> I have insulted you people. I have not talked about watches. I have talked about buying watches and then not buying watches. Um, I don't know what else I have to do to get it's people funny to not listen anymore. You you insult the audience quite a bit. Yes. But I still think the crown jewel is a cocksucker gate. <laughs> I guess when I... <laughs> You're so mad. You were so mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should re-listen to that episode. Well, because it was just I, like it's, where I was mentally. It's so out of character because the thing is, you, you, so you were. Well, what, what watch? What watch was this for? You were. Was it one of the? Was it the Airman number the one? Airman. When the which Airman still, was I'm your, curious about. Yeah. When when that Airman was still your white whale, right? 
Um, you yeah. got outbid, and then you very just nonchalantly called everyone that outbid you, or potentially wasn't a place to outbid you, a cocksucker. And I'm like, well, yeah. that's one way for us to get our ratings down, but whatever, dude. <laughs> cocksucker gate. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is probably a good time to say, please don't listen to this show with your fucking kids. People do. <laughs> And I don't get it. It's like, oh, yeah, my son goes to sleep to you guys. Yeah, I don't think that's the... You're not psychologically setting your, your kid up for the most successful life. Yeah. If he goes to sleep to us talking about, oh, there have been so many orphan teeth. Uh, remember the time that guy's mom at my work died and I didn't know whether to mourn or finish my bagel? Um, there have been a whole bunch of really great moments that you probably shouldn't enjoy with your kids on the Two of Washington's podcast. Absolutely. It was a blueberry bagel. 100% would not recommend. No. <laughs> I tell people all the time, people are like, oh, that's funny. You do a podcast. What's it called? Don't listen to it. Just don't. Just <laughs> exactly. fucking just go about your day. Live your life. <laughs> Live your life. Don't worry about what it is. It's not important. <sighs> hey, Michael, would you like to do a wrist check with me for the 202nd time? Kind of. Absolutely. Would you like to do an audio wrist check with me? What are you What are you wearing on this fine? It's fucking gorgeous over here in Central Florida. I don't know what it's like over by you, but it's fucking awesome. What are you wearing for this fine Sunday day-ish? Because we're recording on the fucking Sunday. Whatever. It's beautiful here in Tacoma as well. Nice. <clears throat> um, I'm back to basics. Um, this one... Uh, I have it back on the stock bracelet and it's a different experience after being away from it for mm. a little bit. Uh, it's the Omega Speedmaster 3570.50 nice. uh, caliber 1861. Uh, and yeah, like I said, I put it back on the stock bracelet, which is, I've never had such a deep love hate relationship with uh, a bracelet before. Okay. <laughs> but right now it's love. Okay, um, good. So yeah, I just, I just felt like putting it back on. Um, and it's a, it's a completely different experience for this watch, uh, depending on, you know, what kind of strap or bracelet you have it on. I, I used to do some of those Forstner bands, uh, JB yeah. champion clones. Uh, I was doing NATOs for a bit. And then recently I got the, uh, what are they called? I think the company's called Havston and they, they make, uh, this sort of NASA Velcro strap, which was pretty cool. Okay. But, um, yeah, no, I just, out of nowhere, I decided to put it back on the stock bracelet, which, um, people don't like it because it's, it's a little chunkier, but what I do enjoy is that it kind of increases the lug to lug length, at least visually because the end links, they stick straight out. So right. it's like you're, it's like you're wearing a Speedmaster, but with a little more heft. Okay. Is and, the uh, is the bracelet on there? Is it feel kind of like? So just to clarify, to people, I don't know anything about watches, but I know on older Rolexes, like the original bracelets are kind of like flimsy feeling and everything like that. And I guess that's a weird like point of charm. Does the original bracelet on your Speedmaster, even though I know it's not like a vintage Speedmaster, does it feel does it feel flimsy at all, or you don't have? It's not. It's, it's different. It's different with that bracelet. No, no, not at all. So I, I would, I, I feel comfortable saying that throughout most of the 2000s, Omega was actually killing Rolex uh, in the bracelet game. Right. So even Suck if even Rolex if you nerds. pick up, yeah, even if you pick up some some older Omegas and compare them to older Rolexes, the bracelets at that time were, I think, on the Omega side superior. 
wow. uh, then Rolex kind of caught up in a very big way. Um, but no, no, it's 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 a great bracelet. Um, some people have issues sizing it. There's only three little points for micro adjust on the clasp. Um, I guess I would change that. Mm-hmm. But no, it's it's a nice bracelet overall. And um, like I said in an older episode, when you wear the watch on the stock bracelet, it just feels like more watch. Yeah. <laughs> so um, no, I, I've I've been digging it, and I, I I've been wearing it since Friday, and just so I, I guess this was the uh, the weekend watch for me this time posted some photos up on the slack so people seem to enjoy it and uh yeah it's just um i don't know also the more and more that i wear the speedmaster the less i care about the daytona um <laughs> i'm perfectly fine which i didn't away. think was possible because you hate that fucking yeah. watch <clears throat> i own i i've i've come to the conclusion that i like one daytona and one daytona only that blue one that black crazy like the white gold blue one that's a nice one but I, I I could still pass on that one. Okay. I do okay. Ha, I do, however, seriously enjoy the white gold rainbow daytona. Oh, God damn it, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, it's good in this. It has it's it's good in the same way a turducken is good. There's a novelty yeah. factor. Also, also, yeah. if I had that watch and if I was in the position to have that watch, every time I wore it, I would make sure that I also wore cargo shorts. Um, just because I think it's the best, best fashion it's the best choice, look, right? Yeah. Uh, also, just to clarify for anyone that does not know what a turducken is, <clears throat> it is. Let's see here. It's a chicken stuffed into a duck, and then that duck is then stuffed into a turkey, mm-hmm. and then that's all, I guess, roasted, uh, and then you eat it, and then you slit your own fucking throat. That is basically yeah. uh, what a turducken. Uh, or Chaduckin is. I have not heard about it anywhere else outside of the United States. These United States, united mm-hmm. under gluttony, gluttony. You know what I mean. Um, so, in case anyone didn't understand what the fuck a Chaduckin was, I mean the Chaduckin. I mean, I mean that's that's why those boys were were gored by MG forty twos on the beaches. So that's that's what we fought for the Chaduckin. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Also, cargo shorts and a Zildjian t-shirt. Zildjian symbols. Oh my god. I would Oversized. Ha- I would fucking hate you if I saw you. If I didn't <laughs> know you and I saw you wearing the stupid Rainbow Daytona with the stupid Zildjian shirt and then I'd be like, fuck that guy. Whoever that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> I would stop whatever I was doing to dedicate the next 30 seconds to using all of my body power to just fuck that guy. God damn it. <laughs> Like that Louis C.K. joke. Remember the Louis C.K. joke back in the day? He was like walking or whatever, and he saw someone rollerblading and nothing but like a G, like a like a like a man thong, and he had long Kenny G hair, and he was just having the best time of his life. And Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is like, I had to stop and use my whole fucking body to hate this guy, because fuck you. <laughs> now I gotta go on living knowing that you're alive too, or some shit like that. I'm, I'm butchering. This shit. <laughs> oh, I, I miss him. One second. Are you all right? Yeah, it's fine. Just don't come over here. It's all. It's fine. Have a, uh, how are you? It's all. It's all fine. It's fine now. Uh, what, what? What watch are you wearing? Uh, for episode two hundred and two, I thought it would be very fun to wear my Raketa Big Zero because it is not humid outside, which is a legitimate concern I have uh, with this watch. Um, and yeah, I just this is cool. I just. It's, I've been going through lots of 
changes. I feel delicate. I, I've been going through lots of changes uh, lately. Um, just with what I'm seeing as important um, with my watches, and I know it's thing. I know something that people say a lot, but I'm really breaking down and understanding what's important, not just with my watch collection, but in my life as well, you know? Um, oh, yeah. And so I thought it'd be fun, like, you know what? While I'm taking a very critical eye um, and I'm about to make some hard decisions with watches, you know, let's put on the Raketa Big Zero. Uh, and I've been wearing it today. And this this watch is it. It's just so funny because the, the when, when we get into watches, we start to develop our taste and our sort of design and aesthetic predilections on some of the first watches we experience and like. So yeah. uh, for me, this Riketa Big Zero uh, vintage Soviet watch, it's like 39 millimeters or something like that. This for me set the standard emotionally and physically what I constituted as a fucking awesome watch. This watch wears well, this watch is this, blah, blah, blah. All of those predilections came from the Riketa Big Zero. What I've been doing post Riketa Big Zero is constantly trying to find watches that recreate or that can give me that same feeling as the Riketa Big Zero, which is fucking stupid because why don't I just put on the Big Zero? Yeah. <clears throat> why chase a feeling from something you already have, um, unless you're in the really, really sticky situation, which many people find themselves in, they don't think they realize, where they're trying to fill a spiritual void with something physical. Um, buying a watch will never make you feel better. Buying a car will never make you feel better. And I yeah. think we fall back on that idea of like, oh man, it was really great when I put on the big zero for the first time. Let me try to recreate that to feel good just wear whatever fucking watch did that thing in the first place it's like when you it's like when you spend three hours scrolling through netflix trying to find a show that you'll like based on a show that you've already watched and like and and liked before just re-watch this that show don't try to find another show that's going to give you or recreate it just 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 go and watch supernatural again just go and watch great british bake-off again you know what I mean? This is this is gonna you're gonna make me cry because I've I've kind of been doing the same thing. I right. Think typically, when you're faced with a global economic meltdown and pandemic and all the stuff that comes with it, uh, you know, isolation, depression, all of those things, you, you start to kind of think to yourself, why do I have a whole fucking box of watches? Right. First of all, uh, and then for me, I, I think part of, part of why I put the Speedmaster back on, I was trying to remember that point in my life i think where we were still kind of working in the same place but i think you left and the biggest thing in the world to me was some way somehow scoring a speedmaster yeah and then everything would be fine i kind of i looked at watches in a completely different way there was no podcast there was no website um but you know the, this watch was just uh it, it, it encapsulated uh, a period in my life where things were a little a little simpler mm -hmm. i'd say um and that's cool yeah you, you you wouldn't want to reach for something like the big zero or recreate it in in some way you just you should just i guess you're you're just glad you still have it just put the I fucking big can, zero on you yeah. know what i mean like you've thought about have you thought ever thought about selling that one because i've thought about selling the speedmaster it's kind of crazy 
It only crossed my mind for a second when I saw how expensive they're getting and how rare they're getting. And I'm just like, it wasn't like, oh, I should sell this. It was me doing like the math in my head of like, how much would this be worth now if I tried to sell it? Not even, and this is really fucking stupid, by the way, but I have to acknowledge it. Not even that I was selling a big zero, that Kaz was selling Kaz's big zero. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, the reason why these fucking things are so stupid and hard to find now. Because our dumbasses keep talking about it on this stupid show. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think you... Uh, yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think that would kind of uh, up the value a little bit, I'd say. So dumb. So stupid. But yeah, that, so I'm, I'm wearing the big zero because it's just, it's just... I love watches, and I think I got in... I got stuck in this rut of just trying to recreate feelings from watches that I wore and love with the idea of like, oh, it needs to be something new. I can't get that feeling from the Big Zero again with the Big Zero. I have to go and, you know, find that feeling, you know, somewhere new, which is a very... It's a very nefarious place that folks can find themselves, especially especially now, especially with, with COVID, everyone's quarantining. Um, it's winter. Winter fucking sucks, depending on where you are. It's fine here in Florida. I mean, whatever. But like, if you're not in Florida, winter, you know, probably really sucks. And it's just, I would encourage folks to not look for what they don't have outside of themselves, but to realize what they have already in front of them. And I think yeah. you'll be in a much better spot not just with your watch collection, but just, you know, personally, just be a lot easier, you know? I don't know who it was. I think it might have been a, um, it was a watch YouTuber. I think it was, gosh, I think it was Bruce Williams. Mm. Uh, he, he made a video about um, pulling away from watches temporarily to, to, you know, go back to other hobbies. I think winter is a good time to do that as well. Mm. So you've, you've been talking about guitar stuff and uh, yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think if you do feel like you have to fill some void, but you've been focused on watches a lot, maybe look into a different hobby. Yeah, look into a different <laughs> hobby, but don't, but don't fall into the rut of feeling like it. Don't do hobbies where you can only feel like you're progressing in that hobby by buying more stuff, buying stuff. Yeah. Accumulation yeah. hobbies are fucking evil, man. Evil, evil, yeah. evil, evil. Because it's never enough. No, no, not at all. You know. So that is my. That's Which my watch check. I'm selling some watches. Michael is selling watches. <laughs> I have chosen. Oh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface what I'm about to say uh, with this. You can send your hate mail courtesy tbws.contact@gmail.com. That hate mail, hate. I just try. I just went full Slavic for a second there. That hate mail recipient. Uh, email uh, again is tbws.contact.gmail.com um, I have chosen to not buy that Omega Railmaster that I was saying I was going to buy because you know what I could take that 4000 bucks and I'm and the reason I'm so echo is I'm in the middle of renovating my office to make it a really nice comfortable space for me I would rather live in my $4,000 than wear it as a stupid little piece of metal <laughs> on my wrist you know that's fair. That's and that's that. I think that ex, you're exercising some serious um, kind of discipline there because you're not just you had you bought a new home recently. Uh, you recently moved into a new, a new job. Yeah. Um, 
you renovated the place by yourself completely. So you've you've come across all these these new accomplishments, but you haven't decided to reward yourself with a watch. Yeah. Um, which probably feels pretty liberating, I'd say, because I'm pretty sure you, I bet you had hours upon hours scrolling through listings thinking, Oh, which what do I get? I have. What do I get for the big for the big reward watch? I have, and this is how funny the situation is. The other day, my wife was just like, "Have you thought about getting a watch to reward yourself?" I really feel like I really feel like you should. And in my head, I'm like, "How many spouses would love to find themselves in this position right now?" Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm sitting there just like, "No, I'm fine." And she's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm going to renovate the office, and I'm going to make it a cool space. I'm going to." you know, put some work into my guitars again. And yeah, it's going to be cool. She's like, okay, yeah, if you're sure. And I felt the collective moan and scream of millions of watch collectors going, no, Cass. <laughs> That's a great feeling. You, a great could, feeling. you could have done it sans guilt, man, but not do whatever, dude. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. I'd rather live in my $4,000 than wear it on my fucking wrist and feel <laughs> and still feel empty about myself. I've I've been thinking the same thing recently, but I get kind of um, I don't know if it's a sign of the times, but I I get kind of doomsday preppery. Mm. So I I see four thousand dollars and I think how many cans of beans can I buy? <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> you could open up your own fucking bodega with the amount of beans you could buy for four thousand dollars. <laughs> That's what I'll do. <laughs> I'm gonna be the bean man. They call me the trash man. I just, I just want dry beans, rice, and ammo. Oh, you buy, dude, you're buying dry beans? Oh my god. Okay, whatever. I was making times by four. I thought you were buying canned <laughs> beans, dude. No, dude canned beans are premium. Beans. You're buying dry beans. <sighs> that's a lot of. I'm gonna call you fucking Doctor Legume from now on, dude. That's a lot of goddamn beans. That's a lot of beans. Gotta fucking take me to Bean Town over here with Bean Man, dude. <laughs> god damn. Well, that's exciting. I, I I've seen some of the work that you did in the new home. Uh, I think I think it looks great. Um, you gotta see it, man. Whenever, whenever. So are you? Hmm? You mentioned painting. So then, you, does that mean you repainted your office to not be enema of the state blue? Well, it. So when I first moved into here, I said I'm. I love Fender Seafoam. You know, Fender Strat Seafoam Green. I've never had the chance to paint a wall. Send your Fender Seafoam Green. I'm painting all my walls. That green. So every wall in my office, all four walls, wear that green. And uh, I painted them all. I moved in. I put my furniture down, and I'm like, hmm, too much, you know? <laughs> Maybe a bit too much of the green. <laughs> and I've thought that for a long time, but I just haven't had the chance to like, you know, figure out what I wanted to do. So what I have done is, um, of my four walls, two of them are that green. And then mm-hmm. the other two are now a very nice uh, gray, like a warm gray, you know? Nice. And I'm also lining all of my walls with bookshelves. Um, and I'm just going to just fill them with books that I love. What I've, what I've literally always wanted to do. I've always wanted to do that. Um, and that's what that 4000 bucks is going to. But yeah, so it's a combination now of Fender Seafoam Green with this really, really nice um, gray. I love it. I love it because... The having my two gray walls makes my green look more green, if that makes sense. Yeah, it complements it really well, and so that's what I was doing yesterday on my birthday. I was, I was painting walls. 
Um, but it felt really fucking good. And um, I bought a bunch of stuff from Ikea because there's really cool tutorials that folks have online on how to take those Billy bookshelves that they sell and turn them into built-ins, which is what I'm doing now. So I'm putting nice. all these shelves in here. I'm gonna have my crown and baseboard to go around the shelves to basically incorporate them into um, the room. It's gonna be fucking badass in here, dude. It's gonna be so fucking sick. I feel like I need to have a cigar with you in that room <laughs> when you're done. This, <laughs> is, how, this like. is how stupid it is. I'm just like, where could I put a decanter? Where could I legitimately, <laughs> non-ironically, put a decanter in this room? And the answer is a lot of places. There's a lot of places, a lot of places I could put one. <laughs> I'm also building, I'm building a bench seat in my big window. I have a big 72 inch long window um, it's it's a huge window and I'm building uh, like a bench seat there uh, with a little crawling nook for my cats to hang out in as well mm-hmm. um, it's going to be fucking awesome in here dude nice that's what my fucking 4,000 bucks is going to not a stupid little thing that I'm going to wear on my wrist and still hate myself about <laughs> I don't want to spend $4,000 to realize oh yeah okay the Railmaster isn't my big zero that's fine mm-hmm. that's fine that's a good point <laughs> That's a good point. I'll just wear my fucking big zero. Oh, Michael. This wow. Is, with, is, with all of that, with all of that, I think we have to use the G Suite to actually create hate mail at GoogleWatchMobs.com. <laughs> send, send us your hate mail, guys. Just, just a very specific inbox. <laughs> just to clarify to everyone, we still like watches. We wouldn't do, we do this if we didn't like watches. We just don't like consumerism and the idea of trying to feel better by putting money down. That's not how feelings work. Man, yeah. I wish it was. Ooh, I wish it was. <laughs> I wish I could pay money and feel great. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can, but it just doesn't last. But maybe that's just the nature of emotions. No. You know? Too funny, oh boy. man. With that, let's talk about some new watches. Let's talk about some new watches, Michael. Here, let, <laughs> let us do this. I haven't... So, yeah, I've been unplugged working on this fucking... <clears throat> this fucking office... What has come? Have, is this is this is this now the year of the GMT? Because I'm looking at a bunch of links you sent me. You know, I, I thought I think 2018 was. I a pretty love your year. Slack icon. Is that Dennis? That's Dennis. <laughs> I, I I have a lot of fun with my Slack. I changed. <laughs> oh my God. I I changed my Slack avatar a lot. I'm think I'm trying to think of a couple of holiday options. I have a uh, question. It's gonna be Dennis. For Your Slack has said you're on vacation for a long time. That's on purpose. I leave the vacationing <laughs> there. I like the little palm tree, and I change my title quite often too. If people care what's to your, dig enough. What's your title on the Patreon Slack? God Emperor of the E Girl Purge. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> It means stop simping. So, uh, <laughs> I also don't know what that means. I'm very, I'm very not up on the times. Are emoticons oh, still popular? Do people still use emoticons? I don't, I don't think people say emoticons <laughs> anymore. Cass. Do people write boobless on their Damn. calculators still? Like, what are, where, where am I? Where am I on the timeline of cool things to do with technology? I think this part is where Dennis is trying to sell. No, because it looks like his car is still behind him. Uh, <laughs> he was trying to sell his car. Maybe this isn't know, a starter he... car. This is a finisher car. Selling a Range Rover. Oh man, that's yeah. so no, good. I think 2018 was a pretty heavy GMT year, but it kept on going. 
I, I feel think guilty. Was was twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen the GMT bezel? The year of the GMT bezel. I don't know. I just know the year. Whenever the the Pepsi Steel Rolex came out and the Black Bay GMT came out, I think that same year everyone went nuts with GMTs, and I think that wave is still going on. And it's finally caught on with um, some smaller brands. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can start with the GMTs here because there was a lot of talk around the time that that these were released, and I think they were even, I think they were even announced almost almost on the same day. Um, and the, I guess we can start with this one. It's called the Hyperion from Laurier. Are you seeing the product page uh, specifically? Because it comes okay. in a couple of different. Um, Hyperion. Ooh, I don't like this. So, are the hands gold? So you can get it with gilt, uh, like you know, gold hands and stuff. But they also make a version. If you click that other little, um, okay, little yeah, icon there, you can you can get it without that accent. So, I mean, let me preface this by saying that I have enjoyed everything that this brand has done. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, totally. Um and I, I just I think that um maybe this just isn't what I thought it was gonna be. Uh and I think part of part of what really bugs me is maybe the hands. I think those hands are the same that you get on some of the divers. It's the so hands. Th- yeah. Oh sorry, I'll, it, I'll I'll let you finish. to me to me it would have been cool to see maybe a a change. Uh, to make that that design differentiation between their divers and um, this watch, uh, so I probably would have done that. Uh, this the spear second hand looks fine to me, um, and the GMT hand itself kind of looks like a snowflake. Okay, clone. yeah, you are on the same page. I don't like the for me the dial is also very tutory. Yeah, yeah, you and, know what and, I mean. And I think Lori, I think Laurier, this this brand is. Um, they're on their way to to reaching that notice state. So notice has a very, uh, even though it's a small brand, they have a very, a pretty well defined design language. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I think if you look at some of the earlier um, watches uh, from from Laurier, you, you can see that whether yeah. it's the Falcon oh, yeah. or the Neptune or the Gemini, things like that. But I think um, you know, I think when you you know, even if you look at the Hydra, that's their, that's their twin crown compressor case watch. That that thing looks really cool. Yeah. Um. I think, I think when coming up with a GMT, you kind of have to try to get out of your comfort zone a little bit and see, see what you can do. But um, I don't know. This this was kind of. I don't know. Maybe I gotta, maybe I have to try it out. Well, but, the um, problem is for me, what's happening is this is the dark side of micro branch where I'm looking at a watch and I'm seeing like three other watches. So I'm seeing obviously the Tudor Snowflake hand. I'm seeing like an Omega fucking hour hand. Even though I know Laurier has used that hand before, it's not quite the Omega hand. It's still evocative of that. Um, yeah. And it's just like the whole Pepsi bezel thing. Like you cannot do a Pepsi bezel without immediately evoking other watches. So this is the dark side of micro brands where you start to see some of the non-original or inspired elements that kind of went into this watch. And the only thing I'm thinking when I see this watch is, oh, this is for someone that, you know, maybe didn't want to spend money on like a Tudor uh, GMT or something like yeah. that. And I, I know that's fucked up to say, and you can send us all the hate mail you want. I really, 
Just don't listen to the show, guys. I just want to hang out with my friend Michael, okay? With or without you people. But, I mean, for me, I'm not super enjoying this one. Hold on, look. So, let me... Are they both Pepsi? Are they both Pepsi? I think I... You know, they might they might come up with some new colors. Um, I mean, who knows? But I think right now, it's a... Um, oh, look. I mean, I guess they sold out. So... <clears throat> yeah, it says like more arriving in the next few weeks. Well, well, let's qualify that. I don't know if people like them, but people were sure afraid of missing out on the possibility of maybe liking them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's that's a good point. Man, I yeah. still really like. I you know which one I I still love. This uh, man, I always forget the name. Mm. The Neptune, that thing is really cool. Let me see. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget. Um, that watch at the last windup, that that bracelet is. I was so blown away. So that was the first time we ever got to hang out with some of those Deloria pieces um, in person. Oh yeah, this thing is cool. I'm looking at the Neptune now. I, oh sorry. No, 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 no. and for for five hundred dollars, <laughs> that's still a really good it's price. Like five, damn. Considering that weird GMT I didn't like was what eight hundred. Eight hundred. Yeah. I'm not paying eight hundred dollars for that, dude. Come on. The funny thing is, this was also released, um, the GMT was released shortly after Zodiac tried to make a big splash about having these non-limited um, Seawolf Aerospace GMTs. Mm -hmm. uh, and those things are around 1300 1400 uh, And then, you know, Laurier and then also Baltic, which we'll talk about in a bit, they came out shortly after. And I think, I think both of those watches just might even be the same movement. I think. Wow, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. God, I, I love, I love the Neptune. Love the Neptune. Don't like this new Hyperion. Yeah. Do you do you want to talk about? Uh, do you have the Baltic up? Let me see. I think I sent you a, like a hands-on article. Um, let's see. You sent me. You sent me a UTM link. Oh, whatever. Fuck you, Hodinky. I'm gonna fuck up your metrics. <laughs> I might have. I, it might be a copy paste from the. You uh, grabbed it from Watchville. It says in the URL yeah. the UTM link from uh, their Watchville campaign. So sorry, guys. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm gonna click this 14 times. Well, depending on how they actually set up their campaign in GA, they're fine. But I'm gonna assume they didn't set it up right, so I'm gonna fuck with them. I'm, I'm gonna click it, up, <laughs> click it a bunch from Slack. Oh, punk rock watch podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and your GA campaign nerds. <laughs> uh, watch this, watch this. Okay, I'm in it. Uh, ooh, these. Okay, I'm trying to tell. I'm trying to tell if this is a bad photo or a bad watch. Give me a second. That's half of this hobby. That's. <laughs> 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 bad photo or bad watch what is maybe, this maybe person? even more now now that we can't go out in person to buy watches what is this person wearing in the not including the hero one two three the image where they have their hand in their ass pocket for some reason what the fuck are they wearing a muppet it looks like they slaughtered fucking fozzy draped his fucking fur <laughs> over their body and put on some piss wash jeans some piss wash denim so like the Soho, the Soho version of the Revenant. Who the fuck is shame? No one thought, hey, we should probably ask the model to not wear a fucking bathroom shag carpet. <laughs> but no, I guess not. Whatever. Fuck, 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 man. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting outfit. Not my fucking <laughs> website. Whatever, dude. 
Uh, let's see here. Oh, good. I'm glad they. I'm glad they continue to wear this fucking Fozzie Bear outfit in more photos. That's nice. That's really fucking tasteful, guys. Spurs <laughs> murder. All right. Ugh. Poor Fozzie. He just wanted to make people happy. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess he is. He's making this person happy by, you know, being an accessory. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about. Oh, let me look at a, let me let me look at this top photo. Okay, this is this is a proper a proper clear photo. Um, just with those triangle indices, I'm getting weird Tudor vibes again. Even though I know it's not a proper Tudor dial. Um, I don't like the Rolex style GMT hands, just like the classic arrow, you know? Yeah. So with this one, I think what's bothering me <clears throat> is that they clearly what we have here is I think the exact case that you have on the Aquascaf, yeah. which we reviewed and I think is one of the best, um, you know, small batch divers that you can get these we days. Love, we love that thing. Yeah, and it looks like this has the same bracelet, which was also awesome. Um, but it looks like they took the dial and the hour marker specifically and changed them a little. They, they look a little a little more bubbly, I mm. think. Uh, and I just think Kitty, uh, when I see those indices, um, the yeah. colors, and, and the GMT hand, it's it feels a little Kitty. I do like the bezel colors, for sure. Um, but I would have, I think I would have, uh, liked it more if they stayed closer to the Aquascaf dial itself, uh, and maybe, maybe do something different with the GMT hand. It looks like an arrow that kid drew with a crayon. <laughs> a closed fisted toddler drew this with the crayon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got the sense, so I don't like the colors too much cause I got, I'm getting the sense that they're trying to maybe differentiate themselves from it's other, hard from other One, GMT tropes because they obviously like 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 you know what I'm saying they try too hard to choose out of the box colors. Like if you right. showed this watch to me, I would not say, oh, I think this is from Baltic because Baltic has to the point we were making with with the notice dudes. Baltic has a very recognizable um, design sort of ethos. Yeah, that just these don't fit into at all. Yeah, I think I think there's room for improvement here. And and that's a good point cuz when you're making a GMT, you know, the first thing you think of is Pepsi. Yeah. Um so you either go with that feeling or you try really really hard to pull yourself away from that feeling. Mm. And then you end up with some I don't know. I, I think one of the Hodinky uh exclusive Zodiacs did that where it was like a highlighter green and uh dark blue. <laughs> so, and sometimes you you can see that they kind of go overboard when you try really hard to you know swing the other way yeah um, far away from pepsi it's just funny because at the same time someone's hearing us say that and they heard us say what we said about like oh it's a pepsi dial looks like everything else like they're probably saying well fuck you guys yeah fuck us man you know what i mean like it's not <laughs> it's one of those things where it's if you do a pepsi uh, vessel because you know it's classic and it works you're on original if you choose original colors and they don't look good and we say oh you should have just done something classic Maybe that scenario is creating the fact that we should say, hey, maybe these watches shouldn't exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we don't need 
this. <laughs> more GMTs. Maybe we don't need more GMTs. There was a great, um, oh my God, there was a great segment um, on The Daily Show a while back that uh, that John Oliver kind of sort of resurrected again in his HBO show where they were talking about sugar um, and like how sugar's and everything and how big of an industry is built around sugar and they were talking about doing like a sugar tax or expanding the actual um, ingredients, uh, uh, like to say added sugars versus natural sugars. And um, John Stewart, John Oliver both highlighted this, but like the, the the person that runs Ocean Spray with like the cranberry juice and shit like that, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote a letter to the federal government saying like, oh, you know, if you, if you either make sugar more expensive or if you forced us to tell people how much sugar is in you know, cranberry juice is going to hurt our business because uh, cranberries are so bitter and unpalatable that we have to put so much sugar in them. And then immediately cut to John Stewart. John Stewart goes, you know, maybe we shouldn't eat fucking cranberries then. <laughs> I don't think cranberries are bitter. I think I've, I've had never it. had a cranberry not in juice form, so I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> they're, apparently they eat a lot of sugar. Interesting. Cranberry juice is sugar juice, and with someone just doing a little sprinkle of cranberry on top <laughs> you know so but that's my response is like yeah maybe we shouldn't have gmts then if you can't win by doing original colors or doing a pepsi bezel maybe we should, maybe we should stop making gmt watches this is big coming from michael panate but i think i think we're reaching the point where we might have too many gmts yeah and we <laughs> and we love gmts here at the two broke watchdogs the pride yeah. and joy of one of my collection is my stupid orion star gmt but that is not yeah. like any of these fucking sporty ass GMTs that are coming out. All right, my GMTs has a collared fucking shirt. All right, no, yeah, you're right, and, and I was wrong. So that this the Laurier was um, eight hundred, uh, but this Baltic is closer to twelve hundred, and then and then the new uh, Zodiacs that I mentioned are how much? Oh my god. I was way off. They're like eighteen hundred dollars. Okay, come on, guys. So the, the new Zodiac GMTs are eighteen hundred or so. Baltics around twelve hundred. The Laurier is around eight hundred. Um, so I mean, if you're if you're trying to pick something up that's not really Pepsi looking, I guess you could look at these Baltics or these Zodiacs. There's a steel one and a two tone one. Um, if you want something like a Black Bay GMT kind of feel. You can look at this Laurier. This ball. But so I, 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 I want to read either. this. I want to read the line from this for dinky piece. Uh, this is a piece. This is from Danny Milton published December 3rd, 2020 URL is Baltic Aquascaf GMT hands on. You can go to dinky and check it out. The specific, specific excerpt I'd like to read here is, here it is. Uh, this is two sentences. This case is basically all brushed. In profile, the construction of the case gives off a pseudo-sandwich effect as both the crystal and bezel of the case back protrude from either end. This is virtually imperceptible on the wrist as the watch is a slim 12 millimeters. The crown is signed with the letter B and is finished, here it is, with the nice sandblasted effect. This is the sort of micro detail you don't often see in watches under $2,000. That's a lie. I don't yeah, I mean, Exhibit A, your your Orient Star GMT, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, come on, man! Like, this is sort of Michael. You don't often see in watches under two thousand, but as as if under two thousand bucks, this is just like, oh, that's really affordable. No, 
Michael, do we have well, to do another collecting watches for fifty dollars episode? I'll do it. I'll do it if I have to. No. You, well, I hope you mean a fifty dollar collection. <laughs> so an entire collection for fifty dollars? Challenge accepted. We can do that. I think we can fucking <laughs> handle that. It's the two broke goddamn watch stops, Michael. Who better? <laughs> you know? No Casio F91s allowed. <laughs> Damn it! There was the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like this Baltic. Um, yeah, I'm just not, especially for twelve hundred dollars. Twelve hundred on bracelet, eleven oh five on Tropic style rubber strap. No. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Um, how much time do you have? Are you are you good? Are you good to keep recording? When do you need to stop? Yeah. Now that said, I, I think I think if um, I think if you still want a smaller boutique experience, um, that's still very hands on, good with good with after sales <clears throat> and all that stuff, and you want something that does track the two time zones, um, considering all of these things, I would still consider something like the Notice Duality mm. uh, with the twelve hour. Or something like the Halios Fairwind, which is, uh, I think, should be open for ordering sometime this month again. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, both of those come come way under these, and and we have write ups on both of them. Actually, we uh, you did a piece on the duality. Um, TWS junior contributor extraordinaire uh, Bo did a piece on the that recent Halios. You can jo- go go and check them out on the site. Um, lots of photos, you know, great reviews and everything like that. Obviously, and half the price of this bolt yeah <laughs> speaking of uh our junior contributor also wrote up a piece on this new oris um pointer Let's, date let me open this thing here aha it's one of our links it's one of our links or big I, crown pointer date and fratello limited edition all right Where, yeah which, what, what did you do fratello frateo frateo that's not how you say it um mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very red. <laughs> that's, that's the idea. It's quite <laughs> it's quite red. Seems to be a rose-ish gold or copper case with a red dial. Mhm. I can confirm it's a watch. It's not necessarily <laughs> Something after oh, much speculation. After much speculation, <laughs> the Supreme Court uh, rules that this is in fact a watch. Uh, I like the coin edge on the case back. I think that's an interesting touch, but it doesn't fit with a lot of the polishing that's there. Um, aesthetically, I'm jiving with some aspects of the watch, but I don't think I would seek this out. But I also don't think I'm the target demographic for this watch. How much is this fucking? Two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. This watch is limited to three. Okay, so this is from Aggressive Timing Habits, aka Bo, and the Two Broke Watch Knobs website. You can go and check it out there. Um, the watch is limited to three hundred pieces. Two hundred and fifty, which will be available from the Fratello shop, with the rest distributed through Oris Boutiques worldwide. European pricing is set at nineteen fifty euro, including VAT, which ought to end up at a fairly similar number in USD once VAT is removed. For two thousand, for approximately two thousand dollars, I would be inclined to probably get something else. 
Um, yeah. Well, I've I've never liked bronze, first of all, and I've never liked these pointer dates. I want to like the pointer date that Oris does because I think the idea... It's the same part of my brain that likes GMTs. Oh, it's got more hands on it. Like, I don't fucking need it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's just like... Something's always kind of kept me at arm's length. And I think... And I, I'm sorry if I'm ruining the pointer date for anyone. The hand they use, it looks like the shuffleboard thing. The shuffleboard pole <laughs> that people That's... use. And like, I can't... I can't unsee that. No, I'm such an idiot. I'm so glad I didn't say this out loud. I was looking at the dial, and for a second, I almost said, where's where's the date window? <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed to know a date is on the big pointer date? <laughs> we know watches, trust us. <laughs> that said, I think I do like this one more than the other ones that Horus has done. I like this one and the, the green one. There was a green pointer date that was actually kind of cool. Um. <clears throat> That said, also, I think it was a missed opportunity to make it an orange dial, you know, because of, like, Dutch stuff. Um, what does that have to do with anything? Well, they're, 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 from, they're from Holland. Are they? Yeah. Orange is a thing. It's like a national pride kind of color. Yeah, same. It's there's also the thing for the Denver Broncos, but I mean, <laughs> they don't own the color orange, but I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Um, okay, well, hold on. What's what's like the impetus? Are they because usually whenever Oris does one of these collaborations, it's like oh to commemorate the blah 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 the who dove and and, and bit a whale in the eye. Like I, what is this or is this just uh, this mm-hmm. new collab? Blah blah blah. Okay, okay, here we go. Uh, uh, Oris launched stainless steel big crown. Oh no, this is something else. Um, it's that mod that inspired this release so that okay so um uh previously there was a stainless steel big crown with an ox blood red dial inspired by mike stockton over fratello in frankfurt uh to create his own bronze mod by adding an ox blood dial to an existing uh anniversary blah 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 it's that mod that inspired this release according to fratello uh, according to fratello founder this idea for the watch originated at Basel War 2018 when our editor, Mike, first saw the big pointer date with an ox blood dial. The dial had him hooked, but he had a vision of it in bronze. Oris trusted us with the idea, and here we are. I'm proud to work with Oris and believe. Can we stop calling it ox blood? This could be anyone's fucking blood. It makes me feel funny. I, I don't like the, that word, ox blood. Can we call it like something incredibly unglam... Chicken blood. Can we call it chicken blood dial? <laughs> Chicken blood dial. Chicken blood dial. Yep. How the Probably fuck do you know whose blood it is? Same color tone. <clears throat> also, I don't think I can wear this watch um, with anything that I have in my closet. My skin's um, my skin's too brown. This would look really weird on me. No, as a brown man, I look really weird in certain colors. Mm-hmm. I don't own any red shirts for a fucking reason. I look weird in red. I look like autumn. You know what I'm saying? It's just reds and browns all over my disgusting body. <laughs> uh, so red is hard for me to pull off. 12 millimeters thick, 48 lug to lug. It's just not for me, but I can see someone loving this watch. The price is also an issue for me. I like it more than the other two watches we just talked about. <clears throat> yeah, because this, this is from a proper fucking like like brand, whose 
thought out the design. It doesn't look like some weird mishmash of just things. Like it's mm-hmm. the it's the dark side of micro brands, man. You yeah. know? Um Yeah. What what's this other thing you sent me? This is well, this is technically not out yet, but I just I'm I just can't wait to speculate and just see the the reaction uh, from the watch community when it does kind of come out. Uh, and <laughs> I just, I, I'm, I'm really not sure what to say. Uh, so Mike, let me pull this up. Michael, Michael sent me a link. The link, so a dinky link. Um, I open it and it's a it's a it's a timer. It's like a it's like a digital countdown timer as if one you see on like a you know like a like an explosive device in a film. And uh, the screen yeah. hits a timer and all it says is John Mayer, Hodinky, G Shock. Mm-hmm. And then it's the timer, which would which would imply that there is going to be an upcoming um, collaboration. Uh, between these three parties uh and it's probably going to be a a john mayer signature series g-shock <laughs> i care as much about a john mayer g-shock as i would you know if james hetfield came out with his own brand of toilet paper or james hetfield collaborated with Charmin to bring a child like i don't give a fuck what that'd the be pretty fu- cool it should just be black toilet paper just black toilet actually that, that'd be fucking badass. <laughs> um <laughs> I should have chosen the better. I should have chosen Metallica.com. Right? Come on, guys. You can go and get the Metallica Nixon watches, and then you can go and get some Metallica black toilet paper. Toilet paper. Oh, my God. Come on. Black, black, but throughout the entire roll of the toilet paper is a single bolt of lightning. So you're riding the lightning as you wipe. Oh, my. We have to write this down. We have to write this down, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing we're recording this conversation. So we can play it in court. <laughs> I think Metallica has a stronger legal team than we do. <sighs> yeah, I think you're right. Um, I don't give a shit about John Mayer giving me a fucking G-Shock. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, who fucking cares? John Mayer. But the thing is, they've cre- I'm looking at a timer. There's a countdown telling me when it's going as if I'm sitting here waiting with bated yeah. breath. What what's it gonna look like? You know what I mean? This is the right. sorry, I'm just so upset. What <laughs> what were you gonna say? I shouldn't cut you off. It's not your fault. I, it's not I, your I, fault. I, this is stupid. I swear I wasn't part of the decision making process. <laughs> um I joked on the Slack that if if I was gonna do uh, a limited edition um Casio for for this website, I would have made it a one hundred and fifty dollar Casio F ninety one, just a troll. <laughs> uh, but but we see that it's going to be a G Shock, so it leads me to believe that it might be something like a Frogman or a Mudmaster, which I think uh, apparently he said that he likes them before. Um, to be fair, I've always been. We were just talking about this. I I've always been a, a signature series guitar kind of guy. I've just yeah. I've liked a lot of the designs that people come up with and um, release with with different companies. I love the Strat. I, I've never played the PRS that he he did. Mm. So I you know it leads me to believe that it might be something kind of tasteful. I do think um, 
So if it is something like a Mudmaster, I don't know if you remember the last Guilty Pleasure Watches episode that we did. I I brought up one of those ridiculous Mudmasters that that I still look at. Um, The thing is, I hate the colors. So if it turns out that it's something like one of those Mudmasters that I've been looking at, but in a decent colorway, um, I mean, I might be inclined to to think about it not if it's going to be like two thousand dollars or something but if it's the price of a regular mud master i yeah i think it, it'd be a pretty solid release well this is where our perspectives kind of diverge i don't like signature series anything i find yeah. them to be really annoying vanity projects like who the fuck mm. are you to put your name on a guitar that i'm playing in my fucking house you know what i mean like it's just right. i don't like that stuff i i try not i i try any idol i've ever had i've just had to kill it's just I don't like having those types of things in my life, and I feel like if I bought someone's signature series, you know, Hoover vacuum, like I would immediately be like worshiping some other human, and I'm like, fuck you, who the fuck are you? I'm not buying your signature series. Well, there's there's two ways shit. to do it. There's no. two ways to do it. You can you can you can put SRV in huge letters, Stevie Ray Vaughan on the signature Strat, or you could do it like um, I don't know, like the Dave Grohl signature ES, which has I think zero aesthetic uh points that would lead you to believe that it belongs to the guy that's different i'm fine with that you know what i mean or, Ma- or momstein that has his full signature on the headstock that's fucking <laughs> stupid but also i'm not that surprised that he would do that just fucking name a momstein for christ should do that <laughs> all right um i will tell you this i will only give a shit about this john mayer g-shock if and this is if because this would actually be fucking cool if whatever the G-Shock was, I don't care what model it is or blah, blah, blah. I don't care if it's like the Reach Around Man or whatever G-Shock fucking model it is. If, if there's a guitar tuner built into it, I'll give a shit. That's a good feature. I had a different feature in mind that I just came up with. Mm. I think one of the options for the alarm tone should be your body is a wonderland. It just starts playing. Like, oh, yeah, it's noon. It's noon. Every hour it just does that. <laughs> Cause, cause your day's just gonna get better. Like my my body's a wonderland. My okay. day would only get better for about a week, and then after that, I'd be like, you know, I should kill myself. I think every time, <laughs> every time I hear your body is a wonderland in MIDI, a small piece of my soul crumbles away like wet cake. I think I should die. I think um, I, I think at a certain point, your body's a wonderland on like a little three synth MIDI would be really fucking annoying. Yeah. But that, I'll only give a shit if there's a guitar tuner into it. If there's, if Michael, if this, if this is a G-Shock with a guitar tuner, I don't care who, I don't care if it's this fucking Hitler on the watch. I'm interested. I don't care who's signature series. I don't care if it's the Adolf Hitler signature series G-Shock. If it has a guitar tuner into it, I'm interested. I'm like, okay, that could be kind of fun. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> I really hope that at some point this episode makes it to somebody on the product team. And they're just like, fuck! <laughs> God damn it! Why didn't we think about this? <laughs> we gotta get those two guys in two room. Oh man, too good. Well here, let's let's do this. You gotta go, right? You gotta get going. I'm just this is this is a lot of fun. I actually wanna see if there are any. Did we miss any release? So you didn't see any releases? You were just unplugged. You're so lucky. I wish I, I, I have been unplugged. Yeah, I've been working a lot in the office. Um, I've also been going a lot, like a lot of, uh, my dad's super sick, like I was telling you. So it's yeah. just been like, 
just been processing a lot <laughs> right now and just for some i've just been very unplugged from like stuff and everything like that so yeah no i haven't seen i haven't seen any of these uh and i didn't even know we post i don't even i don't even know we posted that fratello uh oris thing it's on our fucking site <laughs> yeah man we do some stuff. We do some stuff. <laughs> we just, we, I love the fact that we don't post the same shit as everyone else though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And we, we tend to be pretty selective with what we actually put up. And obviously the Fratello dudes are friends of the show. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we were able to do that. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I've been looking at, at a lot of the releases this month and um, I think those, those were probably some of the biggest uh, within the realm of TBWS, I would say. I mean, there's a new Urwork Stormtrooper watch, which is probably as much as my house. But, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I've been seeing. And, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe somebody would come up with uh, something a little more interesting closer to the, uh, the holidays. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so what we've learned is that Michael and I hate GMTs and we're only going to give a shit about your signature series if it has a guitar tuner built into it. <laughs> well, I still like GMTs. I like my GMT. I, okay, yeah, I like your GMT. I like, okay, yeah, that's a good qualifier. We don't like new GMTs. <laughs> we're going to take kindly to new GMTs around these parts. All right? <laughs> Enough. But dude, I would actually, I would, okay, just think, your G-Shock has a, has a guitar tuner built into it. You could tune your guitar so easily just press a yeah. button so 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 turn the watch face around so the actual watch head is on your on your inner arm the inside and yep. then while you're playing dude that would be fucking incredible yeah man yeah and and then if it does it via vibration like those those clip-on tuners yeah you, know, you just keep your hand on the neck and that's how it does it come yeah. on come on casio if you can tell me what time it is to fish casio you can help me tune my guitar <laughs> I'm going to be really mad if this comes out in another watch at some point. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the TVWS uh, G-Shock signature edition. Oh, should we should we shoot over an email? Yeah, let's just let's just shoot the G-Shock yeah. team. Get our get our people to talk to their people. Yeah, let's just get Bo on the phone with G-Shock cuz <laughs> Bo is probably the most appropriate person to represent us in the court of law, I think. I think so. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think I feel good about that. <clears throat> I like what I like that that's where these decisions are made in a court of law. In a court of law. <laughs> we think it's in our best interest to have a time a watch that tells us what time it is to fish and a watch that tells us how to tune our guitars. All right. <laughs> Well, let's see. I think the release date is what is it? Uh, it's like two days from now, I think. The stupid the eighth. I think the eighth. Uh, yeah, two days. Yeah. So you heard it here first. If we predicted this stupid fucking John Mayer G-Shock has a guitar tuner, Michael and I are prescient. We are the orological oracles of the watch world, except we oh, don't yeah. huff glue or whatever. Um, yeah, whatever oracles do. I'm not entirely sure. Um, we could have glue. Glue might be coming back. I, I, I don't know. You know. <laughs> Where did it go? I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I feel like I feel like glue might have lost. Glue might have gone the way of surge. Like surge is still fine if you can find it, but like it's not the most fashionable drink no. to be walking around with. No. You know. Man. All right. This, let's... this this episode has definitely devolved. <laughs> 
That's fine. In the, I don't... In the best way possible. It's just good to talk again. It's been a while since we've, we've, we've hung out. Fuck all these people listening to you and my private conversation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Fuck all 40,000 of you listening to Michael and my private conversation. All right? Also... Also, we love you. We love you. This is a great time. If you want to support Two Broke Watch Knobs, go and check out <laughs> patreon.com slash Two Broke Watch Knobs. You can go and get info on how to join the Patreon uh, Slack channel there. Also, thank you to everyone that does use our Amazon affiliate link. That has been huge. A bunch of you guys used it. Uh, guys and gals, if you uh, used it on um, Prime Day here in the States, that was a lot of fun. Super appreciate that. It's a great way to support TBWS without paying anything extra just by doing your normal Amazon shopping. So if you have any questions, let me know uh, how that works. But I, I, I got to close this fucking timer. This timer is literally giving me fucking agita, dude. God damn. Stressful. Huh. <clears throat> no watch should be that stressful unless it's like a pulse meter. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... I think that's it. Oh, man, dude. Henry on the Slack just posted that Timex. Yeah, wow, it's, that it's is so pretty cool. cool. That is so fucking cool, Henry. God damn it. Ah, oh, I wish I had cool stuff. Yeah, he's he's a Timex uh, guru. Damn um, right. That guy, yeah, that thing's pretty cool. We got some serious wrist checks coming on. Actually, it's just like what is this? Like five in a row. Dude, the so Patreon Slack. The Patreon Slack is incredible. That's like, the place to be, guys. This is the fucking place to be. Like, legitimately, so cool. But here, let's do this. I know you got to go, man. Um. Michael, is it that time? Is it that sad time? That sad time. And then I think the following week we'll be back with uh, probably a more traditional uh, TBWS episode where we can kind of share some recommendations. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be legit. No, I want to derail it. I want to talk about my emotions. I think it's in the best interest of our ratings. Ratings, like we're a fucking television show. It's the best interest of our, of our, of our listeners if I talk about my feelings. <laughs> or or or, or or we can do or, yeah or we can just do a holiday buying guide i mean it's that it's that time of the year uh that time. Hanukkah, hanukkah starts next week week after that or two weeks after that i know it's fucking christmas or whatever so it should be fine i think it'll be uh, fun yes. as the wise men said fucking christmas fucking christmas <laughs> the three kings the whole time are like fucking we gotta follow wait okay let's just follow the star to find this new fucking king all right it's fine Guys. It's going left. No, it's going right. I swear to God, you're nearsighted. I'm leading the camel caravan. Okay? Or whatever they... In all the nativity scenes, it's like brown dudes with like camels. Have you noticed that? The Three Kings? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have so many questions. Well, here, let's... Uh... <laughs> I don't. By the way, we're, we're going to be... Pretty soon, we're going to be adding a new Patreon tier for Bible fanfiction. Uh... <laughs> Michael and I are both products of Catholic school, so we probably could do a Bible fanfiction podcast. I'm not above it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I could do All it. Right, maybe, maybe we can sign off. Alright, let's let's do this. I'm sure I'm sure your wife is just looking at you just saying, we gotta fucking go. Oh, we gotta man. go. This, it's that sad this, time, Michael. This has been a lot of fun. Here, Michael, you can close us out and then I'll I'll No, well you can start closing us out and then I'll close us out and We can all be on our merry way. Have a great Monday, everyone. Have a great week. Uh, My name is Mike. This is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Wash Snobs. Later.